If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What's that? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. What's going on? It's your boy, Lil Shitstain, as always. And before, you know, as always, we get into today's topic, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Especially your moms. <laughs> I'm leaving that gap in. Just <laughs> normally I cut those, but I'm leaving that gap in. But, uh, you know, speaking of leaving gaps in things and releasing them as they should be, and judging by the title <laughs> of this podcast, we're here today to review the Snyder Cut. We have the resident Superman, Super People expert yes, on the case the kryptonian honestly his he has the logo tattooed on his arm his forearm you know i feel like the guy from pawn stars where he's like i i know a guy that, that specializes <laughs> in superman so you're my guy that specializes in superman but you know the release of this movie has been long awaited the hashtag movement released the snyder cut took over the world and yeah. you know what? Let's not wait any further. Let's get into this. Yes, sir. Now, I made notes, and of course, I was watching it my first time straight through. And whenever I write in all caps, that just means I was excited. So <laughs> <laughs> just some basic information. The 4-3 aspect, which is like a little square box on your screen. Kind of cool. It's a vibe. Yeah. Although... I was selfish. I'm like, I need this thing full screen. Come on. My eyes are horrible. I I had it playing actually on my, um, for my birthday, you know, my, my grandparents, they're the best. They got me this, uh, 65 inch Sony TV with, you know, it's like 4k, all that shit. When I tell you better than the fucking movies, I like, it was dope. Jeez. And I'm here watching it on, like, my 2010 flat-screen TV. <laughs> First world probs. <laughs> but moving into, like, I guess, like, all the, like, I don't know, the, the minute stuff. Not the plot or anything. Yeah, yeah. But um, this movie was, like, reported segregated into parts, but it was released as a full four-hour movie. Yeah. It was, like, chapped, like, the little title screens would come up in between. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get into the movie. That, all that stuff is out of the way. Yes, sir. 
initial thoughts and then we'll break down certain parts of the movie and then just anything. I'm going to let you take the reins here. It's the movie that I've been waiting for. I have not seen a better DC movie besides Man of Steel. Man of Steel is close second. This Snyder Cut is exactly what I've been waiting for. Exactly the fucking ammo that I need to put all these Marvel pieces of shit. Who Marvel could take DC? Fuck you. Superman could take your whole team. I I like people underestimate Superman's power so mm-hmm. much. You're going from like I I don't know. Do I really want to jump to like beginning to the end of the movie? <laughs> I don't I mean honestly we're doing a full review. I yeah. might as well, right? I mean, hey, do what you need to, because I got one little weird part I want to talk about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the like beginning of the movie, all these motherfuckers like, oh shit, Stephen Wolf just pulled up. You know, they're they're freaking out, and then you know they got this crazy plot. They're like, there's only one dude that could fight like that, the man, and so they thought to bring this motherfucker back, right? And they brought this dude back. He had a little, you know, psycho trip or whatever. It was interesting. And when he came back, first off, first off, the black suit, bro. No. The black suit was crazy. And I couldn't have asked for a better suit. I knew they were going to bring it out. And I've been waiting for this suit. But I didn't know it was going to look that dope. Like, like, damn. And so, you know, the entire movie, Wonder Woman, Batman, the other two, or the other three, they were all struggling with these, with this, uh, what? It's the whole, uh, no, what is it? What are we talking about? It's an army, I guess. Those, like, flying... The parademons, I think they're called? Yeah, the parademons. They're struggling with the parademons. They saw Stefan Wolf once or whatever. He whooped their ass. And, you know... They struggled with him at first. <laughs> the struggle then, bus. Yeah, they, this was the struggle bus of DC, man. And then all of a sudden, Superman came out of nowhere. He caught his... Uh, he was going to, I think, sideswipe uh, Cyborg. Yeah. And Superman just pulled up. He's like, not impressed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that like voice that he does he's gotta sound like he's the man which he is you know i'll give it to him he didn't even catch the axe he just let it hit his shoulder yeah <laughs> and then insert insert the anime he pushed up his glasses and it had the reflection <laughs> it's like that was it that was the moment he said easy <laughs> and so this dude like, uh, Stephen Wolf, you know, he got that scared look in his eye. You better get that scared look in his eye. This motherfucker went off. He started beating Stephen Wolf's ass into the ground to the point where his armor was breaking off piece by piece, man. He was just wailing on him. He's in between punches. He would hit him with some laser eyes, everything. It was fucking wild. Oh. And, you know, I, I think... um what cyborg fucked up the the core and um what was it the flash had to do some crazy shit and it it was it was fire it was exact it was the movie that i've been waiting for the movie that we should have gotten first it just like makes me think grant you i know the whole reasoning why we got joss whedon i know all yeah. that like it's whatever 
But I, I hold me to this, if you will, or don't. I heard all but four minutes of that movie was shot before Zack Snyder left. Really? I, I heard it today. I was watching a bit of YouTube, and I, I heard all but four minutes, four or five minutes of that movie was shot. And then he's like, nah, we got to cut that in half and then take out everything that's cool, and then boom, you got Justice League. Wow. So, hey, you know what? Different director, different vision. But also, you were talking about Marvel fans, and of course Marvel had to kind of, I guess, leak this information, but they said there's a six-hour Endgame movie or something like that. Fuck off. Yeah. They're (laughs) They're fighting the style. That's what I'm saying. Like, But getting back to like a more linear timeline, of this movie. Let's let's not forget there was the first like Batman and Aquaman interaction. Yeah. Whenever Aquaman was going back into the sea, they had those the like I call them the village people, like YMCA status. But like <laughs> they were singing this weird song and I heard it's like a lullaby or something talking about like a man going back to the sea or something. Yeah. And then this woman sniffs his clothes. Like <laughs> who are you? <laughs> who, like oh, like like what? Like I it was like the the farthest thing. Like it, it was Zack Snyder's Justice League, and then like I was fixated on this one scene. I was like, "Yeah, why is she, no, why I, is she sniffing the clothes, dog? I like, do what's going remember on?" That, and I was like, "Okay, he, <laughs> like Bruce Wayne's just gonna chill there and watch this woman just sniff his shirt." All right. Yeah, and like Jason Momoa is just begging to take off his shirt every scene he was in. Like, what cologne is he using? Abercrombie and Fish? I, I don't understand. Why are you Ooh. smelling his shirt? You 10, like out 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I'm storing that. I'm storing that in the in the bank. But speaking of a bank, you know, we moved on to like a scene. Uh, grant you, we said we're linear timeline. This is far from linear. Um, mm-hmm. The whole like bank robbing or I don't know, like important building, important building scene with Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. How excessive was her clashing her gauntlets against one dude with a machine gun? <laughs> like, like it was one dude. You couldn't have just hit him with a punch. No, you had to literally blow him up to particles. Yeah, it's like, well, like, what's the deal here? I was like, you know, that, there's only so many times that you can do that move, and especially for something that small, and you have to pull that. Are you really that strong then? Like, and then she, and then that whole like, I love the TikToks of this. It's like Wonder Woman does anything, and it's that like music that plays over her when she like enters a scene. Like the <laughs> no, it's the like the weird oh. like, like every single scene she was in that was yeah, playing. It just that's a fact. I'm like, yo, like, can we play the other theme? Because I like the other thing where like that one. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know, like. It doesn't have the same uh, the old Superman like the classic Superman theme that that shit that shit slaps, bro. That that will make you fuck up a dude and his boys also. Like you you could run the world with, on that shit. Uh, but the Wonder Woman wasn't hitting me the same. I was like, mm, all right. It was just so loud. Like, granted, yeah. all these themes, you can kind of hear the undertones. This one was like, this is Wonder Woman. She is right <laughs> there. Do you not see her? <laughs> but, you know, speaking of Wonder Woman and all that, we got mentions of the Lantern Corp. And a little fun fact, while the Snyder Cut was being released, Ryan Reynolds was doing a first-time watch-through of the Green Lantern movies he starred in. 
Okay. And he wished the Snyder Cut good luck on everything it's doing. What a I dude. heard, yeah, he's a good dude. I also yeah. heard potential rumors that instead of, and I grant you, we said linear timeline, this is far from it. Um, okay. The original idea was to have Martian Manhunter in this movie. Mm-hmm. But the ending scene where he meets Bruce was intentionally, Zack Snyder pitched this and they turned it down for obvious reasons, was to have the Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds, meet him. And then I think it was the other Green Lantern from Earth. I forgot his name. Um, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was them two supposed to meet Bruce. Okay. So that's how crazy he was supposed to be getting here. But um, speaking uh, of dude, like Ryan Reynolds just in Justice League, that'd be crazy. That would be crazy. Oh. It would probably break the world. Like He's going from Deadpool, which broke the world, to Justice League. I that's- mean... That's wild. <laughs> it is. And I liked how much of the Lantern Corps we got in this movie. Like, we got them in the nightmare scenes. We got them in the old war scenes. That's what I liked about this movie the most. Every character could be traced back to why they came together. Yeah. The Kryptonians, the Amazons, and the Lanterns all fought, fought Dark Side, what, 5,000 years ago or some shit? You know, they, yep. they all were together at some point. And now it's just, uh, you know, bringing them back together. Maybe at a smaller scale. but It's like one person represents each of those groups that we're fighting. Like the yeah. humans, the Atlanteans, all those people. Exactly. Amazonians as well. And on to one of my favorite parts of the movie. The scenes with the Flash. Because, yeah. like you said before, this movie fleshed out so many characters mm-hmm. in so many different ways. But I liked how well they did the Flash because there was that scene where he saves Iris West, but they took the time to like do the small details where like he bursts out of his shoes, they're yeah. like burnt on the ground. He taps the window and it looks like water. Mm-hmm. I saw like a weird joke. It was like it was something about like the Flash. Oh, it was. I like how the Flash broke the window because, it, like, Flash player can't run on windows or something like that. Oh. I was like, you you heathens of the world. <laughs> but, but I liked they fleshed out his character so well. Cyborg as well got a decent chunk of this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all yeah. those characters. We talked about this before where it was like, why put these characters in the movie when they're just going to be in there for like five, ten minutes, maybe? And yeah. You're just supposed to build your relationship off of these characters with prior knowledge. The only thing that I didn't like about Cyborg, it was just like his character personality was basically just depression. Like, I I, I understand that he maybe he didn't want to be brought back or some shit, but... Uh, having Cyborg and Aquaman giving these, you know, one-word answers to tell you to fuck off, it, it was too much. If you're going to have someone do that, have at least one of them. Make it Aquaman, because he looks like the person that would tell you to fuck off. <laughs> and originally he was. Like, at the start of the movie, he was very much just like, yeah, don't want any part of it. Yeah. Like, figure that it out was, yourself. That was fine. That would that would have been great if it, they just left it at that. But I don't know. They they made they made cyborg, and he's you know just like look at me, I'm a monster, isn't that shit? And it's like 
Okay, but do you know what the fuck you can do, bud? Like, it's like you can literally fly. He showed you can him hack like aliens. Yeah, he, <laughs> they showed that whole sequence of like uh, stacks of money. Like you can like change like yeah. wealth around the world. The one where the the woman and her son are walking up to the ATM. Yeah, and he slides like a hundred G's in her bank account. It's crazy. Yeah. Like he he is like like sneaky like under the radar overpowered. Because, like, Yo. he controls technology. He hopped in, like, that little crab mechanism that Batman had yeah. and brought it back to life and was crawling all around the place. Yeah. It's oh. crazy. But um, I want to talk about Martian Manhunter. You know, I I, I meant to say this. I, I was going to say this. But um, something that I didn't understand uh, with Martian Manhunter the scene when Martha goes to Lois's apartment, you know, before they brought back Superman and everything. Yep. And at the end, she switches into Martian Manhunter and then into the, what is it? Who was the military dude at yeah. the end of uh, Man of Steel? Oh, I He's... forgot his name. It's it's some weird, I think it's like a French name or something too. Yeah. But it, that they, then he turned into that dude. I was like, so what happened to Martha? Like, is she she good? I think they showed that scene of her leaving the farm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, I guess it's just, like, assumed she's just out there trying to find an apartment. And then, like, behind her back, she, like, Martian Manhunter appears as Martha. And then it's just assumed, I guess, he was just kind of putting the pieces into place, so to speak. But, um... We get, uh, speaking of, like, Lois and that whole family, she's pregnant. Yeah. She's apparently having a baby, or at least in this universe. And I heard somewhere that, like, this baby is, like, potentially going to be the next Batman or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I was, I'm just like, or he could just be the next Superman. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. That's. You're going to be like, so what really happened in Batman versus Superman? Um, <laughs> the Martha business just t- took over. It just went too far. <laughs> they, they was focused on the mom. <laughs> yeah, I, he's just like us. He's just like us. We're all relatable here. But um, Cyborg had these visions of black suit Superman, like essentially being Darkseid's minion and killing yeah. members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like that scene was so confusing. Because I was like, hold on, how does this even happen? Like, why is this happening? Yeah. And I'm just like, first you see, I think it was Aquaman getting, like, speared or killed. Mm-hmm. And then you get uh, a picture of Wonder Woman on the pyre. Yeah. And it's and then, like, that leads into the nightmare sequence, which we'll touch on later. Yeah, yeah. But the final battle, I mean, you, you talked about it with Steppenwolf and just all of them coming together. Yeah. Like, this whole movie, seeing, like, the shots that were in the Snyder cut versus what was in the Joss Whedon cut, it's like, dude. The Barry scene alone in this movie, like, the whole, he goes in the Whedon cut and saves, like, four people, like a family of four. Yeah. And this one, he literally goes back in time. <laughs> it it's like, bro, like... Uh, I... I think this movie finally gave like the real perspective of how strong these characters are. There's when when Marvel characters can you know try to tell you 
that their team can fuck up DC. That's how you know that DC has been messing shit up. Because there's no way they would even touch them. Superman would go through all of them before it even started. Like, yeah, he, I, I, I believe he's faster than Flash. Yeah, in that little fight sequence, or at least he's as fast as yeah. they were saying. I, I think he's either as fast or faster, if I'm not mistaken. I forget. I, I read a comic book somewhere where it said it, and I can't remember it. But I, um, I, I like. It doesn't make sense that you're underpowering this man so much. He's an alien. Yeah, and alien. not only an alien, but an alien, like an alien from a planet that basically conquered other planets. Yeah, like they would go to other planets to try and make them like their own planet, so that they could find new planets to live on. They just take that shit over. I also saw somewhere that this the black suit is more in tune with Krypton itself. You know, yep. whenever he left Krypton, like that was the color everyone was wearing, like of their suit, I yeah. guess. And then like the red, blue, and yellow suit is more or less like what Earth sees him as. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. A, Correct like, me if I'm wrong, but like in the Man of Steel. The beginning sequence with uh, Jor-El and Zod and all of them, when he's uh, taking the oh, what's that that little piece, the fucking Matrix or some shit, something like that. Yeah, he he took that and all that. All of them are wearing gray suits. Like everything is gray. The symbols gray. The you know uh, all of it. Even Zod. Zod, I think his was gray with like bronze or some shit. Yep. But it was all gray, so that was definitely like their, you know, that that was their uh, what attire, like their yeah, like the oh, like I don't know why I'm thinking of celebration attire, but like respectful attire, I guess. I would not like royal. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I don't know. No, whatever it is, it was like their their normal wear on Krypton. Yeah, and you know, speaking of like Krypton, Superman, all that, um, Lex escaped Arkham. Yes, that was that was a dope scene at the end when they see him and he's you know, I I I can't stand uh, Eisen, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He just something. He's smart. He, he's yeah, like a weasel. He, he's funny. I can't see him as Lex Luthor still, even though I still think his scene was fire. Yeah. And I, I, I thought it was very, very well. As much as I can't stand him, I thought it was a very well put together scene. And it, it was, you know, I, I've always seen Lex Luthor as, you know, the dude with money. He's that confident motherfucker that will try to do anything he can to put shit down. And Jesse Eisenberg's, you know, he, he's stuttering over himself and he's, well, it, you know, it, it's kind of, a, you know, he's all over the place and it yep. just doesn't seem like Lex Luthor. But I will say he did a pretty good job in that scene. And let's not forget, this is a guy I was so hyped to see. Deathstroke. Yes. Oh sir. my gosh. And his, he looked 
fire. He looked like he can kill. There was detail down to the thread of his fucking suit. It was crazy. I was already a fan of from him. He was an arrow, the character. Yeah. But like Deathstroke, and there was the rumors that he's appearing in Ben Affleck's uh, Batman movie, if that ever okay. sees the light of day. Is that what the fuck is going on with that? Because Patterson and, uh, and, you know, they're making that movie. Is- all of this, all of this seems weird because, yeah. like you said, with that, the Flashpoint movie is coming up. Yeah. He kind of messes with reality. Not like WandaVision's doing it, but like, you know, everything just goes crazy. You know, yeah. there's rumors that an older Batman's going to be coming back mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That's Does someone it, with uh, Val Kilmer, right? I believe so. I believe yeah. it's Val. But um, it makes me think, like, are we just setting up a multiverse of Batman, Bat people? True. Because, like, like, I would still be down to see a Ben Affleck's Batman movie if it featured Deathstroke or even, like, not to skip ahead. That whole nightmare sequence, Jared Leto's Joker. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, oof. It's I honestly I kind of um what is it? Between Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, and him. That Joker in the nightmare sequence I wanna see more of. Like I, I never thought that I'd say I wanna see Jared Leto <laughs> as fucking Joker, but I wanna see more of that nightmare Joker. Because it was fucking crazy. And I... I Just... The the fact that I'm saying that it was a good job so many times. <laughs> like, I... This movie was fucking crazy. It was one of my favorites so far. And if they don't make Zack Snyder their main director for probably the universe... You know, like the the rest yep. of every single movie, this dude knows his shit, and he knows what has to be done. He, he's trying to make this name for this DC company, and they're pushing him. They're fucking with him, bro, and they're fucking with us. That's yep. that's what gets me. Like this dude is trying to save your company. There's like. Nothing else that you have done has worked except for this man. Like, like, if you don't bring him back after this, like the reception of this movie, mm-hmm. you're ju- you, you just want to make your company suck. Yeah, you you just want to go bankrupt. Admit it. Just sign the waiver. You know, fuck it. You want to go bankrupt. I mean, grant you the whole thing with Joker. He, like I mentioned, um, someone giving Batman like a reach around. And then, like, they were like Batman was talking about how he killed Harley. Then Joker yep. was like, "Oh, but why would you send a boy to do a man's job?" Referring to Robin, mm-hmm. there was the whole thing that like this Joker could be Jason Todd, ah. and that's why there's the J. And like in a comic, apparently uh, Jason Todd has a J, um, like a like not a birthmark, but like a scar yeah, underneath yeah. his eye. That's why he has the J there. So maybe that's why Batman's all freaked out about it. He also drops an F-bomb. Just yeah. in case. I had to rewatch that. I was like, he really said it. He really went there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there was the whole thing with Deathstroke. He was on that team. Mira as well. I think that, that's her name. Amber Heard. Yeah. Surprised she was still in that movie because 
Yeah, I was like, oh, I figured they would take that bitch out or something. I thought they recast her. I could yeah. have been wrong, unless that's for Aquaman 2. Nah, I don't know. Possibly. Who knows? Because if, if this was already filmed, you know, it's already done deal. Yeah. But, um, again, Superman, we see him, like, as a homicidal maniac. Like, he was straight ready to kill yeah, Anybody honestly, dude was pretty dope. <laughs> I mean, it was, it reminded me of Injustice. Remember, like, remember yep. that whole storyline? That's what I thought they were following. Like, that yeah. type of storyline. I thought they, I thought he was going to fuck shit up. And I, I, I mean, like, I understand Lois came out and he was like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> but I would have liked to see more of him, you know, going off because everybody was going after him. You had, <laughs> what is it? You had Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Wonder Woman. No, Flash wasn't there. That's when he ran around the side and and he started following him with his eyes. Yeah. And he was like, listen, fucker, <laughs> where are you going? Oh. He was ruthless. And I, I would love to see that. I think that would be a dope like side movie. It just makes me question everything because it's like, oh, you know, in Batman v Superman, we got that scene of Barry coming back. He was wearing the same armor in that sequence. Yeah. It's like, oh, Lois is the key, like blah, blah, blah. It's like there's a story there for something, Mm -hmm. whether you do, like you said, another movie or something, because like you can't just drop this and then be Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's just a nightmare sequence. Whatever. Grant you, that's exactly what they're doing. But it's like. There's potential. I mean, Cyborg's seen it as the future. I mean, I don't know. Unless they follow Injustice and do something like that, I'll be here for it. I'm 100% here for it. But this movie took the time on every single character and its shows. I mean, I can say I like every character that they have in this universe that much better. Yeah. I mean, at the end, though, I kind of felt as if it was just kind of like the like the leftover residue of the movie. It was like nightmare sequence. Lex Luthor escapes. Deathstroke. Oh, you want killer Superman? Here's more. Oh, don't forget Martian Manhunter. Take him on the way out. Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, like I'm here for this. Like I'm I'm ready for it all. But um, it just, again, baffles me. They just thought it was okay to keep this under wraps. Word. Like it's it doesn't make sense that we're we're going backwards. I'm like this motherfucker's trying to kick us forwards, but I don't know. They're they're not having it, and it's bullshit. It really is. It just astonishes me. But um, I'm just glad we got it. And hell yeah, it's about fucking time. It really is. But um, I hope there's more to this with Zack Snyder in that like general universe. Yes. With the characters, but um that... I'm a I'm a Zack Snyder stand, bro. I fuck that. Yeah. If they if they pump if they bump this motherfucker off, I I I might have to get my tattoo removed. Fuck it. Hey, you know what? You could get a new tattoo. And that <laughs> is more tattoos of the Get Comfy podcast. You know Ooh. you could, essentially. Because I could get the logo. You could, because we have the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday, the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday, and of course the Get Comfy Podcast, available every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But leave it to us, there is going to be no Snyder Cut of the Get Comfy Podcast, because we release everything just out there in the ether for you guys to enjoy. (laughs) But, But that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. 
we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.